I still buying the $285 lots? Absolutely not. Because you can buy a $150,000 lot and sell it for, uh, you know, two twenty, two ten. dollars I just bought another one. Uh, we, I bought four parcels for $115,000. I should sell them all for about two fifteen. Hey there. I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why? Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Brent Bowers. Brent's the owner of Land Sharks and an investor and coach with a focus on buying and selling vacant land. Uh, he's an army officer with over eight years of service, so, so thank you for your service, Brent. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you today. I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff here. We, we, like I mentioned before we started recording, um, we haven't touched on land investing a ton on the podcast. so. Um, really excited to, to hear your story. And, and first of all, just, just thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for taking the time out this morning. I really appreciate it. Heck yeah. Good to meet you, Jason. I'm excited to be on. It's, awesome. a, it's another beautiful day in Florida. We're like literally on the opposite side of the United States from each other. So this is perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, why don't you start by just telling people your story, your background, and, and we'll just take it from there. Yeah, you kind of mentioned it. I was in the military. I was working crazy long hours. I was preparing for a third combat deployment. I was about to leave my family again, and I was just sick of it. I had to find a better way, so I, I had always been interested in real estate, and I finally found land investing, heard a podcast about it, and I was like, no one else is talking about this. That's why I love it. Uh, I figured there's no competition. You know, I, I always have like wanted to zig when everyone else is zagging. Uh, I'm from a cattle town in o called Okeechobee, Florida. Our biggest producer of income is cattle. And I know one thing about the herd, they eventually get slaughtered. So I want to do the opposite of everything else. So I started buying vacant raw land, uh, very cheap. I mean, stuff that was way behind on taxes. It was not buildable, not accessible, landlocks, garbage land that no one wanted. Well, I thought no one wanted. They weren't paying for it anyways. They weren't paying their taxes on it. And then I would put it on Craigslist and Facebook and put signs out and like like 10x my money overnight. You know, I would buy it for $285, sell it for five grand. Buy it for $500, sell it for five grand. And I just kept doing that, doing it. And I started building uh, notes where I would sell or finance this stuff to allow people to get into it. And most of the time I get a down payment that would get my money back out of the land. And I just kept doing that and doing that and then I mean, geez, in the last three days, we've added an additional $1,000 a month to my monthly payments. That's, that's what I do with my land business. That's it. That's crazy. I mean, it, you make it sound like so simple, but I'm sure this is not a thing that anyone <laughs> could just go, you know, oh, I'm going to do that too. Um, so when, when did you start? Like, when did you make that transition? Yeah, I really started early, uh, actually late 2015, early 2016. Um, it's funny, crazy, like I had, I had actually bought a piece of land that was uh, referred to me by my father from a guy. Um, that was early 2016, that was like my third land deal. 
Um, and I was just really, I'd made a lot of mistakes. You said I make it sound easy because I've done over 300 plus real estate deals now at this point. Um, and I've got 68 land notes paying me every single day. Um, I, I got 68 that paid me a month. So I'm basically paid every single day on a piece of land. It's really cool. It goes right into my bank account and there's, it's not like having a rental house or a rental property or a house mm -hmm. flip because everything breaks on those things. I, I swear it's like, uh, I do have rentals by the way. Um, I literally got a text message over the holidays. I, it's funny. It all, things always break on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays and holidays. Yeah, That's when things sure. break. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. But land, my land buyers never communicate with me uh, as far as anything breaking. They just want to change their their bank account information or they want to pay off the land. Uh, but when I started, it was early 2016. And, you, you know, you mentioned a few numbers there you threw out. You know, you're buying land for $285 and selling it for 5000 Like, that, again, it sounds like it's so many different things right? it sounds you make it sound easy I, I understand I'm sure it's not as easy as it sounds just in that sentence but at the same time those are like very palatable numbers for your sort of regular people right like a lot of times we talk about in real estate investing you know we're talking we might be talking tens hundreds mil, you know hundreds of thousands millions of dollars in depending on what time type of real estate you're getting into but like $285, like literally anyone should be able to figure a way to kind of cobble that together in in the intent that it's going to turn into $5,000. Like that's that's a great way to build your wealth. What do you, so I guess I have a lot of questions. <laughs> so I'm trying to uh, put them in order, but basically was that, were those numbers a factor of, the time like was it cheaper to get land then do you still see numbers like that maybe you have scaled purposely to larger uh more expensive lots um and and kind of the the we can start there and then my next question is going to be you know how do you find these things and wh where do you source them and stuff yeah really good question jason i am still doing this today now am i still buying the 285 dollar lots absolutely not because you can buy a hundred fifty thousand dollar lot and sell it for, uh, you know, two twenty, two ten. I just bought another one. Uh, we I bought four parcels for one hundred fifteen grand. I should sell them all for about two fifteen. Uh, here we just got an offer on those. Uh, so yeah, the, the the numbers have changed a little bit. They've gotten a little larger. I I, I have mm -hmm. a a one point two million dollar parcel of land that will sell for about one point. Five million, hopefully, if all goes well. Um, so the, the numbers have changed because here's the thing: it takes less time to buy that uh, hundred fifty thousand dollar parcel and sell it for two hundred twenty five thousand because now I have a real estate agent that's selling it for me than it did to buy the two hundred eighty five dollar parcel and me go and market it and sell it for five grand. So it's just economy. I shouldn't say economy of scales. More efficient. Um, mm -hmm. efficient because yeah. I have realtors beating down my door to sell this land because why because I'm buying land now in areas where it's in demand um, so we all start somewhere I had to start with those $285 lots because I had basically a lot of debts I had uh, so I had some rental properties that had just 
they man, it was just rough. I bought these junky rental properties. I, I, I took out a ton of debt, um, mortgages, maxed out Home Depot cars and Amex cars and Capital Ones um, just to pay for those renovations and they were sitting vacant. So basically my army job, every extra penny I had went to those, those properties. Um, and it was kind of painful. I was like, how do people ever get rich in real estate? I hear about all these people like making fortunes like this is, this is a low, this is a scam. And with, with land, I'm profitable immediately and forever. You know, what, how, what does that mean? Like most of the time I have my buyer lined up now before I even buy the land. Um, so hopefully that explained it. You know, the numbers have changed, but yes, normal people can get into this business now. I have lenders that lend me money f to buy some of this land, and guess what? They're normal people as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it. That's something we, we've sort of. I find it fascinating. Something I've touched a lot on the podcast about is just the the. There's so many different ways to be involved in real estate, and it's you know it, you're doing land investing, but, but then you have other real estate investors who are essentially your lenders. I mean, it's just you can find something. <laughs> that sort of fits what you want your life to be what you you know it doesn't have to be you don't have to be a landlord even you don't have to be you know or, or you don't have to be an active landlord i guess i'll say so there's there's a lot of ways to, to get into it so when you you said that, that those first deals and i think you know a lot of people are interested in kind of oh how do i get started and they, they're going to hear you as a guest and be like well how do i how do i do this and you, you mentioned, you know, those lots were undesirable. They weren't selling. You were getting them for, for cheap money. <clears throat> if that's the case, then how are you able to kind of turn around and sell it for a, a, a substantial profit? Yeah. Like, how does, how does yeah. that process work? Great. Yeah, really good. Uh, good question there, Jason. So I don't go after those lots anymore. Um, how I was finding those lots, it was actually the county held tax lien list yeah. uh, what does that mean um, you know you want to know kind of what area you're in I was in Colorado at the time we have county treasurers uh, you want to know if you're in a tax deed state or a tax lien state that's yeah. a simple Google search I'm not going to go into the technicalities of that but I don't focus on that anymore um, but what when I was <clears throat> I, that's all I, I didn't know any better um, mm -hmm. so I was going I thought I was going after people that were behind on their taxes these guys were years behind on their taxes and no tax lien investor was even paying the back taxes. That's why it was on the county held tax lien list. Um, so it's just inefficient, not buildable land. So tax lien investors are smart and they're not gonna invest in something that they, they eventually are able to foreclose on, becomes deed eligible because they pay three years of back taxes and they take the land. They didn't even want this land. So I reached out to the homeowners by sending them a, a simple postcard if anybody wants a copy of that postcard, they can just go to the landsharks.com forward slash postcard. I still use it to this day, um, but I sent them that, that postcard. It just said, hey, I'd like to buy your land in El Paso County, Colorado. If you're interested in a fair cash offer, call me or text me. God bless you. And my phone blew up. <laughs> so they were like, well, I don't know what you'd want to do with land, but here you go. And I was buying it. And what I would do is once I would buy it, I would advertise it and I would buy it for like next to nothing. I would advertise it on Facebook and Craigslist and put signs out and sure sure enough, people wanted to buy it from me. One man's trash is another man's treasure. So really I'm yeah. just a marketer. That's all I do. 
I just market things. <clears throat> the land just seems to be the product. Now, what I do now, let's fast forward to 2024. <laughs> um, I go and find areas where land is selling, where areas of demand, because I want to fill a demand. I never want to have to create a demand. So I send a very strategic letter. I call it my LOL, my land offer letter, because I laugh out loud every time I get one signed back, because it's amazing. I'm going to get a smoking hot deal on a piece of land. And if anybody wants a copy of that, just go to thelandsharks.com forward slash LOL. Uh, I'm going to ask you for your name and your phone number and your email. And it will send you an email uh, from JotForum, but you've got to check your spam. I've been having a little issue with that lately. So uh, if, it, if you don't get it, just message me. I'll, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll be more than happy to get it sent to you. But um, I send that letter uh, usually, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 cents on the dollar. Every error is a little different. Now, if we're talking like $10,000 parcels land, I'm going to send it at 10 cents on the dollar. So I'm, I've moved into a little bit different category. I'm now mailing <clears throat> where my, my disposition price is around anywhere from 250 to 300 um, So I'm mailing at about 51 cents on the dollar. I try and keep it about that because here's the thing. What if the economy fails and everything crashes? This is basically an uh, this is basically a um, what do they call it uh, uh, a fail safe real what, like, when uh, when the economy crashes? What do they call it? Um, gosh, like recession proof. Help me out, Jason. The, the... <laughs> Thank you, recession proof <laughs> business. I could not think about yeah. it for the life of me. I stayed up too late last night. I guess um, <laughs> recession proof business because. Like even in 2008 and 2009, like things didn't fail by like a hundred thousand dollar house didn't go down to fifty thousand overnight. And worst case scenario, I can at least get my money back for the land and, and buy it or sell it for what I bought it for. Yeah, yeah, it, it's. I mean, it is a a, a very very interesting. I've never done it, and it. But I, you know, like I said, I I've, haven't talked to a lot of people on the podcast about it, but it, it's small number, and I just find it kind of really fascinating Do, when you so so now you're looking at now you're purchasing like desirable lots you're looking in areas of demand and, and are you doing anything to that land before you resell it are you entitling it for builders like are you doing anything or are you just kind of making these offers at, at volume essentially looking to get something under market value and then just resell like how do you and maybe you have different strategies, I guess, depending on on you know where that lot is. But but what are you? What is your, I guess, strategy for these lots? Me personally, I call myself the lazy land investor um, because I'm not doing anything at all to them. I'm getting it at, at, at a discount, and I can literally put it, put a sign out front, list it with a realtor, and make a profit right away. Now there are things you can do. Like I've got, uh, we've got some land sharks that they'll they'll build build like a wood fence on the front and put a culvert in and like triple their money uh, sometimes because like just it's amazing. Um, <clears throat> another strategy that can be used is like we bought some parcels of land that didn't have road access. It was just treed. It was just vines and Florida. Boy, these pioneers that came here before there was roads. God bless them. Uh, so we paid a, a mulcher um, <laughs> guy to go in and just run his mulcher. Uh, where he didn't cut down any major trees, but he mulched the road so people could see how to get there and drone photos like that, like made it sell instantly. Um, but I really don't do most of the time. Nine, I would say, I don't know. My last twenty parcels of land that I purchased, I've 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 literally only mulched one of them 
to, to add the roads, show, show the roads. I, most of the time I'm not doing anything at all except for getting I'm, good photos, good yeah. video, drone footage. Like I want to showcase it. I'm a marketer. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like it's, it's a, just a very lucrative marketing strategy, essentially being able to, you, know, you gotta, you gotta know where to look, where to find the, the land. Are you, are you doing this all local to you? Are you, you looking all over the country? What, what markets are you focused on? Yeah, I really love Florida because I'm in Florida and I'm so sorry. I'm so congested today. Um, I love Florida because it's close to me. Uh, but uh, I, I do in Colorado, Arizona, Florida, anywhere in the southeast right now. It's just booming. Uh, South Carolina is a number one incoming state. So there's a lot of people moving there. North Carolina is a great area. Texas. I love Texas. Um, Alabama, Tennessee. So I'm not all over the country, but I'm in several different mm -hmm. states. And you don't have to start there. It only takes one area. Um, the reason why I'm in a lot of these states now is because I've been doing this for a little while. I've now got people sending me land deals. They hear I, I buy land. I'm on this amazing podcast. Um, so I, did, I started in my own backyard of Colorado Springs. Um, but that doesn't always work for everyone. I've got, I've got some land sharks that are sitting in New York City. Like, they're not buying land in New York. Like they're not, they're not personally right. buying because they're not a developer. Um, and we've got some developers in our community that, that do developments. And uh, we've got Ken Van Lu. He builds skyscrapers. Uh, I mean, that's a, he's in a different class. Like he's looking for land that he can build stuff on. I'm looking for land that I can make a, make a quick dollar on and yeah. sleep well at night because I don't have to manage construction crews. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, and I think, you know, that's the adding in the strategy of, you know, kind of seller financing these lots as well. So you have um, your, you know, transactional income and also that sustainable, you know, passive income over time. That's just, I mean, that that's ultimately <laughs> those two pieces, those two components are what everybody needs as an investor. You need some sort of active, active income you need, and then you need to convert that into passive income. And it's, it you know your active income if you're in real estate can be real estate it can be something related it's just but but you know people could get involved in doing what you're doing kind of on either side of that coin right like they could be they could go out and do their own land deals but they could also as you said like you have people that are private lenders on some of the land so so just for people to understand what's what's available to them uh in terms of you know how to get involved, how to make money in real estate. There's just so many different different options. I wanted to ask you a bit yeah, about you, your, you hit your coach. Yeah, you hit know, Like your, your coaching program and Lenchark, um, you wanna talk a little bit about that so people know what that's all about? No, thanks for, thanks for that, Jason. Um, yeah, we take on a few people a month. Um, I gave you my entire roadmap, the step-by-step -step instruction. It's not education. I'm going to show you exactly the steps to take, exactly the software programs I'm using, uh, how we're getting these offer letters out, how we're pre-selling this land, how we're finding the best real estate agents to sign, sell this land for us for the maximum amount of money, um, how my notes are set up, um, everything that I use in my personal business. And also, I get to kind of have the inside track of you know, what several multi-millionaire or multi-million dollar real estate businesses are doing with land because I get the I get the opportunity to have coached several several of these people over the last couple of years. So I see what's working well for their businesses and we collaborate 
uh, it's a collaboration. So it's like a, you know, uh, like a beehive type thing. Um, so that's kind of it. You know, we do multiple support calls a week. I give my cell phone access, but again, I can only take on a few people a month. Um, if anybody's interested in that, go to the landsharks.com, uh, fill out the application, schedule a call. I will be calling you, but please like, don't, please don't waste my time. Like if, if you're not serious about getting into this, if there is a small investment as well, this is not free. Uh, my time is not free. I only have 24 hours in a day and hopefully I have tomorrow, uh, God willing. But, um, that's kind of it. You know, that's kind of the coaching program. Um, but you hit it like, like the passive income is lifestyle freedom for me. I, I didn't get into the land investing business to get rich or to be a multimillionaire in real estate. Did it, did it happen? Heck yes, it did. Um, it's amazing how much money we made uh, to, to do this in a short amount of time. I'm so blessed. It allowed me to get out of the military, but I got into to the land investing business for the freedom, the, the time freedom, because I wanted to get out of the military. You know, we just got back from a week-long trip. We took off the almost all the holidays. We went to uh, Grand Cayman Islands. Uh, in a week from now, we're going to Costa Rica for seven days. It's like, I never could have done that with my full-time, you know, W-2 job. Now that the land business finances that, but mostly it's because it's lifestyle freedom. Yeah. I love that point. I think that's, I think a lot of people maybe on the outside look look at, and, and I'm sure social media has a lot to do with this. But they, you know they see everybody posting and like, it, real estate is a lot about numbers, right? Like that's just the reality. Is it's a lot about numbers, and and you know the, the more zeros you get, the more freedom you get. But it's the freedom that people are pursuing. It's the freedom. It's not like it doesn't matter what the number is like that almost happens secondarily right like you you you're getting more and more freedom and your your freedom is is at first just by design and then you start to kind of like as you develop passive income you get that that uh financial freedom you know sort of secondarily to it so i think i think it's a great point that you know the the reasons why you do what you do and and figuring out what really works for you. And, and if it's, uh, you know, in large part of marketing strategy, like that's, that's great that you play, you can play to your strengths. You can do, if you don't want to run construction crews, like you mentioned, don't run construction crews. Like there's so many different, um, opportunities out there. So I think that's a, a great, uh, piece of information for people to understand. Um, Brent, I want to, uh, I want to switch gears and just ask you the questions that I like to ask every guest as part of the show. Um, and the first is, is based on the name of the show being know your why, uh, what, it, what is your why? What drives you? I know you've touched some on, um, you know, getting out of the military and stuff, but, but what continues to, to push you towards bigger and bigger levels of success? Yeah, my why is, uh, you know, was first was, was for my family to get, get off that deployment train with the military uh, now that we've covered that, the time freedom uh, and the finances are taken care of. Now the why is seeing other people do their first their first real estate transaction, their first land deal, and you know be, allowing them to be able to quit that job that they hate, or at least work from home, or, or renegotiate some hours, have an additional you know couple thousand dollars a month. Because I mean, here's the thing: like, imagine like most people like you know. Uh, we, we talk to real estate investors they are always trying to, you know, hit that pinnacle. But some people, just an additional $5,000 a month would be absolutely life-changing. 
you know, yeah. allow them to go on a vacation without putting it on the credit cards or maybe tithe a little bit more at their church or help out the, the needy or, you know, uh, people in other countries. Like we support like 20 kids now in Uganda. Unbelievable. If you would have asked me <clears throat> when I was broke and homeless, basically in 2009, right before I joined the military, if I'd be supporting 20 children plus my own three children, I would have never even dreamed of that. And, and like my goal is to support even more. Like we just got the, um, the amount of money that's going to cost to send these kids to school in Uganda. And I was just like, like, holy cow, like a couple years ago, I would have not have had the, the resources to do this. But now it's like we get to be a part of that. We have no idea the, the generations that we like will will affect. So um, that's kind of my why now, like it's getting people financially free, showing them that there's there's ways to do it. And it doesn't have to be burning the uh, candle at both ends like I did for many years. There's easier, better ways to do it, faster ways to do it. I started in real estate in 2004. I really wasn't successful until about 2015. That's like 11 years. Yeah. It doesn't have to take that long. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to take that long. And, and mentorship uh, and coaching programs and things can be can go a long way to sort of speeding up that learning curve, but also I think importantly there that you mentioned, you know, 11 years before you were successful, but you stuck with it and then you were successful. And I, and I think some people want to, they want sort of overnight success and they want it to be, you know, come sort of instantly. And it's like for, you know, right now, real estate in, in some sectors is difficult right now. Right. And so, but it's not going to stay that way forever. And I, I, I think sometimes people, see these short the, the the down cycles are are you can look in history they're always shorter than the than the the up cycle right and so it's just like you just have to understand that it's going to take a little bit of time but like ultimately they can look at your success and you you went through it and then you tweaked your strategy and and now you know you've got kind of everything that you want out of real estate so i think um just when you mentioned that, I th thought that was a really important point to highlight. The, the second question for you, Brent, tell us something about yourself that uh, isn't common knowledge, special skill, a hobby, um, anything you're comfortable sharing, just let, let listeners know you a little better. Uh, you know what, I, I love being out on the water, I love being in the woods. The perfect day for me would be in like a, a woods, uh, cabin in the woods, uh, no internet, no no uh, cell phone, none of that stuff. I uh, love, love, love going to the gym and working out, and uh, you know, running, and um, you know, nothing, nothing extraordinary about any of that. I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it, uh, the being out in the woods, being unplugged, probably is a little bit extraordinary. Now, it, it's uh, not a cup, but it's when you're when your business is tied to a lot of, you know, technology, phone, email, that kind of thing, sometimes that opportunity to just get away and unplugged is, is actually pretty extraordinary. So, um, oh, I yeah. understand, <laughs> I understand completely where you're, where you're coming from there. Um, when people hear this and they want to reach out, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, go, go on to the landsharks.com. That's the land sharks dot com and you know if anybody's listening to this and they're like there's no way i can i've got time to set up another real estate business i like listening to this this is, sounds great brent 
this sounds this sounds great, Jason, but I, I have a full time job or I have a practice or I'm busy, I own a business and you want to get started in, in in the real estate business somehow or another, I'm looking for more partners. I call them capital partners, lenders. Um, I'm buying these land deals at less than you know, 60 cents on the dollar. If, uh, if someone has some cash on the sidelines and you want to invest and have your, your uh, cash protected by real estate, reach out, see if you qualify. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely a great point. It, it's a lot of people, again, just think if they want to get involved in real estate, it means, you know, go out and buy a single family or a duplex and manage it themselves and do all the work and blah, blah, blah. And it, it really, it is, there are so many opportunities to be, passively invest in real estate with with a lot of the same um, returns and benefits uh, including tax benefits so there's all kinds of, of upside there um, final question for you let you go Brent w what piece of advice would you give to someone who wants to get started in real estate they hear this they hear your story they're inspired what, what would you tell them as far as you know kind of next steps yeah pick a path that excites you stay on that path uh, do it until it works you know, there, there's people that are that are a little further ahead uh, than, than you are on that path. Find them, uh, figure out what they're doing. There's so much information out there. There's there's so much education. Get out of an education mode and be in, be in instruction mode. Listen for the steps that you can take uh, to, to do daily, every single day, consistently. Um, this is not going to be like, I mean, you might, I, I've had sharks, uh, land sharks come into the community and send out a hundred offer letters and get their first deal and make $92,000. Does that happen for everybody? Heck no. Uh, for me, it didn't happen. Honestly, I had to send thousands and thousands of letters. Um, but that, I mean, here's the thing. It's just the simple things do work. You don't have to overcomplicate this. You want to do income producing activities, uh, whether it be you being want to be in land or wholesaling houses or Airbnbs or rentals. You want to talk to the property owners or, or the owners of those properties and then figure out who's going to buy them and then just connect those two. That's it. You, you can connect them, get a small fee, and then just work up to that. I call that assignment of contractor wholesaling. Um, you know, we don't want to stay in the wholesaling, uh, you know, venture forever. They say it takes no cash or time or credit. That's, that's a bunch of BS. This will take some blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate when I say you don't have you don't need any of your own money or anything to get into real. I'm like you do, really you do need some of your own money and work and th you're gonna have to find a way to make it happen. So and if I you think, don't have money, uh, you better have time and resource. Just be right, resourceful. Exactly. That's all you need. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna give something that there's got to be some value to get in there. So, um, Brent, this was awesome. Thank you for for coming on the show today. Thanks for sharing all that you did. Um, we'll post uh, everything in in the show notes so people can reach out to you um, to connect, whether it's as a as a coach or an investor. So um, again, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks. God bless. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. And folks listening, um, I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this. Please like, rate, and review the show so we can get more great guests like Brent in the future. Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why?